This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. The experts at Web.com want to build your business a successful website for free, just like we did for these current Web.com customers. We've used and and looked at other website designers, but there's nobody better than Web.com. Web.com can build your website in as little as seven days free. Plus, we'll promote it on all the major search engines like Google, Yahoo, and Bing. If after 30 days you're happy, we'll continue to provide promotion, hosting, support, and maintenance, all for one low monthly fee. If not, cancel and pay nothing. If you're in business today and you don't have a web presence, you won't be taken seriously. Call right now and you'll also get a free .com or .net domain name for your new website powered by VeriSign, the world's leading domain name provider. Call 800-490-1099 or go to web.com slash radio. That's 800-490-1099. No upfront charge for site build, after which ongoing fees apply. Rights to site are relinquished when canceled. Domain included during active service, after which fees apply. Bob Dylan has won the Nobel Prize for Literature. It's good for him. I love Bob Dylan. Who doesn't? Thank you. The answer, my friend, is blowing in the wind. The answer is blowing in the wind. It's beautiful. Man, that was almost... Was that not... Yeah, I, you couldn't tell. You thought a record was playing of Bob Dylan. couldn't tell. Uh, <laughs> so what? Why did he win the, this year's Nobel Prize? Because he's Bob Dylan. And he's going to be, say, 75. Very weird. A uh, 75-year-old U.S. songwriter had created new poetic expressions... There you go. Within the new, within the great American song tradition, according to the Swedish Academy, who uh, gives out the Nobel Prize. Uh, Dylan had been nominated in uh, the Nobel speculation for years, but few experts expected him to actually win. But he did. Yeah. Uh, Academy Permanent Secretary Sarah Danius said that while Dylan performs his poetry in the form of songs, there's, it's no different from the ancient Greeks whose works were often performed to music. Bob Dylan writes poetry for the ear, she said, but it's perfectly fine to read his works as poetry. Right. Nobel Award is the latest accolade for a singer who has come a long way from his humble beginnings. It's Robert Allen Zimmerman, born in 1941 in Duluth, taught himself to play the harmonica, guitar, and piano. So he's going to get 8 million kronar. Which I mean you. Or (laughs) $906,000. Jeez, eight million kronar. Look at the bit. <laughs> Only nine hundred and six thousand dollars. <laughs> wow. I love Dylan, though. I mean, I was forced to like him over the years, but I've grown to really enjoy. Why? Him. How? How were you forced? Ah, my first wife loved him, and so she forced me to like him. Your first so wife. Dan went to a concert. So Amber is what seventeen. 18, somewhere in there? Somewhere in there. Yeah, we don't, you don't really know, right? Hi, you, I, who counts? So you are a fan of like Dylan's Bob. music. I do like Bob. One of my favorite songs, I think, one of my favorite songs by Bob Dylan is a, a song that's in a movie that you love. Which Pat is? Gray. One of your favorite movies of all time ends with my favorite Bob Dylan song. Which is what? Jerry Maguire. Really? Yeah. What's the ending uh, Dylan song? Uh, Crown of Thorns. Uh, um, mm, I can't. I can't think of what that would be. Really? Yeah. Yeah. 
You know, that's almost the song. You know, that that was the song. It doesn't matter what he's singing. That is the song. That's it. Right there. Oh, he's bad. I mean, next time you watch Jerry Maguire. Yeah, the very I will. I'll pay attention. Shelter from the storm is the last song. And that's shelter from the storm. Yeah. All right. I mean, I, I, I just, I know that he's an icon. I yeah. know everybody loves him. I just don't. First of all, he was before my time, so I don't really, you know, identify to his whole. But from what I understand, he's not the protest liberal progressive hippie anymore. He's, I don't think he is. I've heard he's. First of all, he converted to Christianity and what That's the eighties, yeah, early eighties, Jesus albums. Yeah. And, and so, uh, he changed a lot then, but now from what I, I just heard this recently that he's really conservative. That's he's, very possible. he's as conservative as we are supposedly. Oh. Now that's uh, hard to believe. I mean, that's a total transformation. <laughs> I don't know about that. Yeah. But I mean, I'm sure, you know, you look, Dylan's the guy that, uh, you know, he makes, you know, 8 million chronos. <laughs> Right. Well, and, for uh, just likes, winning the Nobel he's Prize, he's been on the never-ending tour. Right. He likes to yes. tour, so he's not yes. afraid to work and make money. Yeah. And he likes to just kind of, you know, walk the streets in his hoodie and pretend that he's nobody when he's not uh, when he's not performing. So it's possible. Yeah, I mean, it's possible. Love to talk to him about it. Uh, I bet he'd never come on our show, but I'd, I'd love to. No, because even him about if it. I, oh my gosh, be interesting. Even it? if he was. Let's say let's let's give him the outside shot that he that let's he's say now he is. changed. Does he want he got that announced by the conservative bug, Bob Dylan on Glenn Beck? They say, oh, come on, they'll I take away his that. Nobel Prize. Oh my God, they'll burn, <laughs> <laughs> they'll burn down everything, Dylan. <laughs> All right. Uh, last night on the Vault, uh, Glenn talked about uh, Thomas Paine, one of our founding fathers, and the French Revolution, and he took out some artifacts. From the vault and showed us those and explained the whole French Revolution and Thomas Paine thing. Here's a look if you missed it. On one of the episodes, I'm going to show you what we have in the vault with um, the edits on the truth about George Washington and how um, you get farther and farther away from the man the more the people think they know who he was. This is the last men of the revolution. Um, this was a book written, and I, I don't have to tell you any more than just this, on page four. The present is the last generation that will be connected by a living link with the great period in which our national independence was achieved. Our own are the last eyes that will look on men who looked on Washington. Our ears will be the last that will hear the living voices of those who heard his words. The importance of reading the eyewitnesses instead of the people who are giving you gobbledygook in universities, the people who think they know better than the people who actually saw it and heard it. How do you find the truth? It's basically what what Common Sense was about with Thomas Paine. This is a a copy of Thomas Paine's Common Sense. This was so popular, 75% of everybody, everybody in America, 75% had read 
common sense by the time we hit the American Revolution. It is this pamphlet that um, gave us the Declaration of Independence that make people say, yeah, that makes sense. That's common sense. And this is why we said what's happening in our country is wrong. And we want to be British. But the king keeps pushing us down. We should be free because there are a few things that we find self-evident that all men are created equal. Thomas Paine knew the truth and he wove it in such a fashion that people could understand it, they could digest it, they could read it, they could stand and say, that makes sense. That's right. That's what we should do. This came out and gave us the Declaration of Independence in the summer of 1776. But by the winter of 1776, nobody wanted to actually do anything about that common sense anymore. Now everybody was like, whoa, 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 I didn't know we were actually going to have to go to battle for all of this. Yeah, you're taking on Great Britain. Yeah, we're going to have to go to battle. And nobody wanted to be a part of it anymore. Uh, Paine called them the Sunshine Patriots, the people who... The people who were in the summertime, when times were good and everybody was warm and fat and sassy, oh, everybody wanted to be a part of it. But now when it's winter, now when it starts to get trouble, now that the work is actually hard, now nobody wants to come. If it wasn't for Thomas Paine, we would not have the Declaration of Independence, I contend. If it wasn't for Thomas Paine, we also wouldn't have had George Washington cross the Delaware. But if it wasn't for Thomas Paine, we also wouldn't have the example of how to find the truth. I'll get to that in a second. Obviously not a drum like this. This one's for, from probably 1950 or, or slightly earlier. But on the head of a drum, Thomas Paine wrote uh, The American Crisis. And we all know the words of The American Crisis, I think. Um, but we may not know the story. Thomas Paine was marching in the mud, and Washington had lost every single battle from July 4th all the way to Christmas Eve. We had lost everything. We had lost the entire uh, Northeast, all the way from Maine to Pennsylvania. And our people in Congress in Philadelphia were running like little girls. And they were afraid the king was going to get them. And Washington was going south. He had crossed the Delaware going south. He was now on the Pennsylvania side. And somewhere was Thomas Paine. And he was hearing the march and the drum. And words kept going through his head. These are the times that try men's soul. He asked the drummer, could I have the head of your drum? Because he didn't have any paper. And he wrote these words on the head of a drum. These are the times that try men's souls. The summer soldier and the sunshine patriot will, in this crisis, shrink from the service of their country. But he who stands by it now deserves the love and the thanks of man and woman. Tyranny, like hell, is not easily conquered. Yet we have this consolation with us, that the harder the conflict, the more glorious the triumph. That which we obtain too cheap, we esteem too lightly. Boy, isn't that true? 
It is dearness only that gives everything its value. He rolled up the head of the drum and he gave it to a writer and said, get this printed and get it to George Washington. And he did get it to George Washington. And George Washington, when he read it, he wept. And that is what got the men into the boats to be able to go across the Delaware where we had our first victory on Christmas Eve, 1776. Now here's the other thing that happened with Thomas Paine. And it's really fascinating because they're both patriots and both of them knew the truth. They both knew the American Revolution was special and needed to happen and was right. He knew that some things are self-evident. But Thomas Paine also was probably the weakest in his faith. He later um, became America's first famous atheist. He didn't believe in God. In fact, Ben Franklin chewed him out. Ben Franklin was like a dad to him. And um, when he when he wrote his um, book on uh, his faith and atheism, uh, Ben Franklin said, how dare you? How dare you? You were there. You saw not the finger. You saw the whole hand of God save us. How could you possibly say that? And beside, you can deny God, but it is God-fearing people who gave you the right to say there is no God. So we all kind of need each other, Thomas. The episode, remember, is how do you find truth? And what was happening here at that time was also happening on the other side of the planet. There was another revolution. And this revolution was the French Revolution. These are really old etchings uh, of the... French Revolution, and this is um, uh, this is the storming of the Bastille, which the Bastille is the big prison, or was the big prison um, over in in England. Here is the beheading of King Louis. Here you see him up, and they're about to ready to to behead him in front of the palace. This one is important, not for what it is, but for what it reminds me of. The, Ameri- or the French Revolution um, desecrated churches a great deal, but churches had been made into an arm of the government, so churches weren't really even churches. And the desire of the people for vengeance and blood and to overturn everything that had been jammed down their throat took place in the churches. They did everything they could to those churches to desecrate them. Um, The Church of Notre Dame, um, they had uh, sacrifices and um, uh, orgies and sex on the altar of the Church of Notre Dame. It had become ugly in France. (laughs) 
The experts at Web.com want to build your business a successful website for free, just like we did for these current Web.com customers. We've used and, and looked at other website designers, but there's nobody better than Web.com. Web.com can build your website in as little as seven days free. Plus, we'll promote it on all the major search engines like Google, Yahoo, and Bing. If after 30 days you're happy, we'll continue to provide promotion, hosting, support, and maintenance, all for one low monthly fee. If not, cancel and pay nothing. If you're in business today and you don't have a web presence, you won't be taken seriously. Call right now and you'll also get a free .com or .net domain name for your new website powered by VeriSign, the world's leading domain name provider. Call 800-490-1099 or go to web.com slash radio. That's 800-490-1099. No upfront charge for site build, after which ongoing fees apply. Rights to site are relinquished when canceled. Domain included during active service, after which fees apply. 